The Main Ingredient with Kevin Bergen on 680 CJOB. Brought to you by Portage Family Foods, Portage at Ferry, and Dakota Family Foods. Dakota at St. Mary's Road. Hey everybody, welcome to The Main Ingredient. Kevin Bergen here. We are drinking beer, right Stephanie? We are. You don't like drinking at all, do you? I don't like drinking. (laughs) We are with friends. We drag two more people with us. Janelle, what's your last name? Janelle Bruce. Janelle Bruce. How are you? Excellent. How are you? Very good. I I noticed you brought this guy who looks like The Rock with you. Who's that guy? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's David. David Prue. Thank you. (laughs) David, do you have a a tequila that you made? I can Uh, swear we were drinking your tequila. Yeah, absolutely. How's everybody doing? Good. Yeah? Great. We are here with Brad. Say your last name for me. Blanick. Blanick. Brain to glass. How are you, man? I'm good. It's great to have great to be here with any other humans, which is kind of nice, you know, <laughs> like I uh, haven't really done that and haven't been in this tap room, even though I'm here in the back every at least twice a week. I haven't hung out in the tap room for two years, I guess, really. Really? You just bury yourself brewing beer. Actually, Perry brews all my beer here. Oh, See, hang, I, on, so, hang on. So seriously, you, you, were, you weren't joking when you said you make the ingredients and stuff gets done. It used to be I'd just hand Perry the Beersmith print out. Beersmith is a, a program we use to make. They use it on the commercial setting. They use it in the homebrew setting to make beer recipes. Yep. So I just give them the Beersmith print out, and it's like, here, figure it out. Yep. And then they started doing that with everybody, and it turned into, here's a napkin with three ingredients on it. Figure it out. Not from me, but maybe some other Yeah, people. just messy. And so now they have this big thing with, I have to give them parts per million of calcium, magnesium in the water and all this kind of stuff. And I, I have to have that totally, totally dialed in. And then he takes that and computes it up to from 20 liters to 3,000 liters. And off we go. Good God, he's a genius. Okay, and so- he has nailed it. Absolutely nailed every single beer. Like the, the amount of tweaks we've done for the you know, second and third runs has been so minimal. Okay, so let's talk about how you got here, how you got, because you've kind of taken a different road than everybody else. You guys, first first of all, you guys are, are musicians first. Did you guys play, were you guys in a band? Yes, that's how we met. Um, your, your, your other partner in Grain to Glass is who? Paul Tower. All right, so how did you guys meet? He answered an ad for jamming for a bassist, and he's he plays guitar. I don't even know why he answered the ad. Uh, <laughs> I've now been in three bands where the bass player is better than me at guitar, but whatever. Uh, so, and uh, yeah, we were getting together Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then he played in another band that also jammed at my house. So he was at my house four nights a week anyway, and we're spending, like, I was buying eight packs of Farmery. I'm like, man, we're at, like, 80 bucks a beer, and, like, we're talking, that's just the, during the week. Hang on, hang on. So, hang on. so you're about to tell me you, you started brewing beer out of necessity. Like, I'm tired of drinking beer and spending this money let's just brew our own let's try it out pretty much paul's like paul already kind of knew how but he's like bottling is a bit of a pain in the butt he's like buy the kegs and i'll teach you everything i know right and we started brewing i mean right from the start our brews were good or at least we perceived them to be You're like man like it ten dollars let's just drink it well yeah well <laughs> and the other thing is with beer brewing Unless you put cyanide in it or something, it can taste as bad as it ever. It could be the worst beer ever. It's still safe to drink. Wow. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, you know, any port in a storm kind of thing, yeah. I always say. <laughs> okay, so how did it graduate from, you know, you guys are brewing beer, and which is kind of strange. I thought that usually people who brew beer and you get interested in beer, the next step is 
hey, let's maybe start selling beer. Let's maybe either, you know, contract out like you guys are doing now or let's open a brewery. You guys decided to open a store that's a, that sells beer and wine supplies. Well, I'll tell you where that thought process came from because I see this, I've seen this a hundred times now at the homebrew shop. You get a couple of guys, they make a few good beers. Yep. And, oh, we need to start a brewery. Well, as anyone in this building will tell you, it's just making good beer is like 1% of it. Right. And we're like, okay, it also, we need, you know, a million dollars minimum. We've brewed like four beers. There's no bank in the world that's going to touch us. Let's start here. We'll brew some beers. We'll win some contests, win some medals, get some credibility in the in the industry. And then maybe someone will let us come do what we're doing now. And, it, and that's where you're at right and now. And that's where we are. We actually own a little bit of hardware here now, which is nice. Yep. And yeah, like it, it really kind of exploded during the pandemic. Everybody wanted to stay home and... Are we talking shop? How, how did how did how long did it take you from the shop to? Were you guys brewing beer from the start in the shop, or were you just selling the supplies? Just selling the supplies. Like we can never, even now, we can't actually legally brew beer to sell to people. In but the you shop. could you could brew it for yourself. Oh yeah, totally. So all day long. Yeah, and in the we're getting a new location, and then we will be someone will be brewing every day. So the plan, even when you got the store, was we're going to get the store, we're going to sell this stuff, we're going to brew our own beer, and eventually work out of a uh, contract out of a brewery and produce and sell our own beer. Yeah, and hopefully make the capital to be able to open our own our own torque one day. How many years have you been at it? Just under three now. Yeah, we started with just Monday Morn mm-hmm. in 2019. And Monday Morn is what kind of beer? That's uh, what style? That's this guy here. That's the American Pale Ale. Everyone goes, why don't you call it a Canadian Pale Ale? It's not really a recognized style of beer. That's why. <laughs> And I mean, yeah, it's all Canadian ingredients, sure, but yep, it may or may not be American yeast or whatever. Like, it's just a nice hoppy American style. We're, we do we tend to brew to the new school side of hoppy beer as opposed to the old school side. Like, you know, you go back into the two thousands where every beer just was like bitter to the max, and, right? And all the hop heads would love it, and everybody else would hate it. Yeah, and that's where like the number one thing I get people saying to me about a lot of my beers is, "Oh, it's too hoppy," and ninety nine percent what I infer from what they say about that is it's too bitter mm. because i've told a few people like i have my uncle so now i just lie to him and tell him everything i brew is a lager like bad country lager <laughs> just told him it was lager uh, <laughs> what is bad country it's a seven, it's a seven it? percent hazy ipa okay. <laughs> like it's right. about the furthest thing from your macro brew that you could get but at uh, least to get it in his lips that you, you tell him what it is he drinks yeah and he's like oh this is great right. and i'm like so you like that huh and yeah yeah okay well that was the <laughs> craziest ipa you'll probably ever drink in your life that wasn't a lot <laughs> well i like it oh, yeah, good. i'm glad i could have like, used subterfuge to make you expand your horizons okay so you know what? let's crack open monday morning let's 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 have a let's have a, about the name uh okay so yeah me and paul we uh used to brew every monday and i have have this weird talent of wherever i've, I've worked they always... That's a beautiful sound, by the way. Yeah, you like that? You like that? And yeah, like, uh, so my bosses always just had to respect me no matter what. So I just said, hey, man, I don't want to work Mondays anymore. I'll just work 12 hours for the other four days. Paul did the same, a similar thing. <laughs> and then we were like, I don't want to work Mondays. I want to brew Mondays. And like Monday morn is about doing what you want, being, being okay and entertained by the unusual. Have you ever drank Monday morn? On Monday morning. Oh, absolutely. I brewed it on Monday morning. <laughs> for a while there, we were considering uh, jokingly calling the brewery Pants Off Brewing because I I uh, 
the way we have my my home brewery set up i don't like i get up in the morning 7 a.m turn on the water go back to bed for an hour alarm go put the mash in go back to bed for another hour wake up for boil throw some hops in go back to bed for another half hour and then it's like that's my kind of job yeah, like, oh yeah sign me up bro and uh, i mean there's been some dicey moments because of lack of pants but um <laughs> generally do it do it, <laughs> do it. say it <laughs> well, now you've mentioned it so now you have to expand on that story um i don't really know if that's a family friendly kind of a story you know what um, we're recording i can edit it but i would say uh you know let your imagination run wild but um okay, let, let's cheers first everybody cheers like when it's new, it tastes new school. When it's like three months old, it starts to get more into that old school. This isn't bitter. You said it was kind of a, a, a bitter lager, a more bitter than a regular lager. Is that what you said? Yeah. Well, this is an APA, so oh it's God. it's uh, what is it? Forty five IBUs, but IBUs a sliding scale. I don't know if I want to bore bore you with that. Right. I can. That, you can do that. I can go technical all sorts of ways. Right. All right. Well, so you can't just look at IBUs on a beer to determine bitterness. Right. Because it's a sliding scale based on um, based on how your alcohol content is. So. The, the more alcohol you have, the more sugar, the more sweetness you're making. So like 100 IBUs at 7% will taste like 60 IBUs at 5%. So it's a, it's a solid measure. So this is just a standard APA bitterness. I don't know why I went off on that tangent. Hey, okay, so Steph, what do you think? I like it. What do you like about it? It's not super strong, but it still has... I actually like the little bit of a kick at the end. Very like nice. Yeah. Janelle? I'd say the kick is nice and sweet, and it's like lasting quite a while, which is interesting. Long on the... Uh, yeah. It's the pininess from the Simcoe on the end, I think. Listen to this guy break it down. Yeah. Rock? Rock? You got to talk into the mic, Rock. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, it's great. It's not very heavy, but there's a nice finish at the end. Like yes. It, it stays. It's a little bit bitter, but not too much. Well, that's kind of like we were trying to go for something drinkable. I don't like to use crushable because I just, to me, that's like, that's shotgunning stuff. And I've never shotgunned a craft beer. Don't need a craft beer to be over that quickly. No, I agree. 100%. <laughs> but you know what? I would drink this on Monday morning. Agreed. That's what it's Monday, for. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. It's a lot of people knock it on untapped. Like, you know, oh, I'm drinking this on a Tuesday. Is that cool? I'll let it slide. Um, I'll let it slide. <laughs> um, okay, let's let's talk about Creamsicle. This one is has kind of come out of nowhere to become our unintentional flagship beer. Like It just like, sells religiously all year. It's funny because we were like, this is a kind of a sellout beer, and we don't we want to only make legitimate styles and blah 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 percent right everybody say that and then we had uh there's a local contest here called the pro-am for home brewing and it's a country countrywide contest there's usually like 500 entries every year and paul entered this beer as kind of a joke like i made this beer taste and smells just like cream skull I don't know what the heck they're going to say he ended up walking away with best of show and best experimental brew shot up and uh, yeah, Steve Gautier from Devil May Care, who's another contract brewery here, was yep. one of the judges. And apparently he was, I mean, they had had many, many beers by the time you're judging the final, right? So he was getting quite passionate uh, that this one should win from what I, from what I hear. Hang on. So he tasted that closer to the end of his day of tasting. Uh, well, how they break it down, like I'm actually a provisional judge, so they let me do the early ones, mm -hmm. not the really important ones. But you do like... 
So there's a wide crew and then everything that gets judged as good by the minions such as myself, the next day will make it to the guys who have the, the really good power. Oh, so you guys kind of, here's a whack of beers, you sift out everything that's worth moving on. Yeah, like if you, you know, if you put it like American Idol, it's like we're getting all those like people that don't need to be there out oh, yeah. of the way. Billy and, can't sing, he's gone. That's kind of harsh. I try to I try to give constructive criticism, but now nah, be stuff Simon, is, be Simon, and just some, cut people. Some man. stuff is just well. And I've, I asked uh, Adam, one of the founders here at Torque, if he's ever had people contact him like to dispute their because you you have to fill out a form with your name and your email address on it and say this is what I tasted in your beer and these are in my view what the problems with it are. Here's some helpful hints on how you can make or it here's better. Here's what's good, right? Yeah, and he's he has had people contact him and be like, dude, man, that's not right. And it's like, well, oh, really? Yeah. It's like, man, that's what I tasted on that day. Take it or leave it. Like, I don't get paid for this, so whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Take your problem somewhere else, yeah. man. Well, I mean, it's one person's opinion on, you know, you have to be objective, and that's why beer, the beer style guide exists and whatever. Right. But if it's not a good example, it's not a good example. All right, let's crack open. All right. So, yeah, we really get a ton, ton of mileage on this beer from non-beer drinkers. So he just decided to make this up. You know what's funny? Usually that's how it works with a lot of things, right? You just kind of wing it, just take the pressure off yourself, and make something that you actually just want to make, and away you go. Let's cheers again, everybody. Cheers. Let's definitely have a smell of that one first. Ooh, it, ooh, it smells nice. Oh, mm. oh. Okay. <laughs> Steph first. Your thoughts. I've, I've had this one before. Have I you? Like it. Yeah. You Without cheated on me you, with know, you cheated on me with know, beer. I'm sorry. You're horrible. I'm sorry. When did you have it? Like a long time ago. I don't know. I can't talk to you right now. I'm Janelle, I'm it's sorry. your turn. I'm not talking to her. Absolutely delicious. It's good, eh? Oh, it's so good. Rock? Really good. I think it's my fave. Like, let's get this now. And a six. <laughs> Drink it. Okay. Well, we can make that happen out front. <laughs> How much of this do you sell? Um, it is last year was fifty-one percent of our sales. So like a hundred like thousand cans or something. That number is actually I thought that that's the percentage wise I thought that's low. This is that good. I figured you would sell like seventy percent of your beer would be this. This is like super good. Yeah, I mean like I went. I remember when Paul brewed this and he's like, man, you gotta come, you gotta come check this out. And he poured me a pint and I made it to you know a foot from my face and I was like, what? He's like, yeah, hey, yeah, keep going. And I just couldn't believe how on like how much he nailed the creamsicle flavor. Totally. And that's that to me is what's really amazing about this beer. The funny thing is, the people who don't like the bad reviews on Untapped again, is people are like, this tastes exactly like creamsicle. I hate creamsicles. One star. And I'm like, I don't know how I could have made it any clearer what you were buying. (laughs) (laughs) It's totally true, though. So, yeah, if someone hates creamsicle and they're saying, I hate it because it tastes like creamsicle, you've done your job. Right. Yeah. This is a great intro beer for people who don't like beer. Well, you know and, I mean? that, and that's what I mean. Like, it's it's so it's just so good for that. And uh, we honestly thought, yeah, it was going to be a one-off. But we brought it to the first Flatlanders, our first Flatlanders that we attended. Mm-hmm. And then the first beer fest we attended. And we brought two 50-liter kegs of that and Monday. And we were so embarrassed. We were out of beer in, like, two hours. Oh, yeah. I actually remember this one at Beer Fest. You remember and Beer I Fest? Kept, well, I did a little. Bit. I remember parts of it, but I do actually remember. I came. That was the first place I tried it, and then I was like, I would buy it for. Well, yes. Yeah, so after those two events, it was great because we'd see, and it was a lot of times women, and they get a little bit shorter every time they come 
back around to the booth and they're like, well, where can I buy this? And I'm like, we, can, we, we got a kit for it. You can make it. And there was actually people who were like angry. Like, I mean, this is towards the end of the night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you mean I can't buy this? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, here, just take a full glass. Settle down. <laughs> oh, you guys didn't have, did you guys have a can then? We, you have a can for sale then? Not at that time. And it was like after that, like by demand, everyone's like, this is the one. We're like, okay, right. okay, okay. Yeah. We'll do it. Which is kind of funny. Sometimes when, when people come on this show and if they have a product that's really good, the first thing I ask is, do you have it right now? Because the minute that people try it or hear about it, if they can't get it, they're pissed. You know what I'm saying? So I can imagine you being at, uh, you know, Beer Fest or any other beer festival and someone tasting it and then. The next question is, where can I get it? Or do you have some now for me to buy, right? You want to say something? You got something you want to say? Yeah, I just, like, did you set out to make a creamsicle beer? Or it was like, I'm doing this, taste it. Wow. No, Paul set out specifically to make a creamsicle he beer. He did. Yeah. And Paul Tower, I wish he was here, is just an insanely awesome beer maker. And like, a lot of times, like for myself, like to get Bad Country to where it is now, to get it in the cans, I brewed it every two weeks for a year. Creamsicle, he brewed once, and it was a gold medal, and, and we never changed a thing. You're not about that at all. That is the most popular one. By far. It outsells Monday morning like three to one, and that's my recipe right there. That's the best. That's awesome. Um, what is the third one? You have a thir- third one? Uh, we actually have five. I just got to get the other ones that are getting okay. cold. But uh, so are you actually planning? You're not. Are you planning? How many you bring into Beer Fest? I'm bringing five. Are you? Nice. Okay. Bring 100 right. liters of each. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm not running out of beer this time. That right. was embarrassing. Because yeah. <laughs> I talked to Sean. I'm like, Sean, hey, dude, he 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 got. I go, he's bringing five. I go, he wanted to bring seven. He's like, do you know how busy he's gonna be? He's gonna be pouring yeah. all night. He's gonna have lineups actually, for days. I, I go, he doesn't care. He wants to. No, no, no. Oh, like when you were like, are you sure? You? I'm like, that is exactly what I'm trying to make happen, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he's going to get smoked. So I'm like, he doesn't care, man. It's like, okay, let him do what he wants. Oh, I don't care at all. I, I, I want that. I, like, we don't, we don't advertise a lot. We don't have our own space. So this is my only opportunity to get out there and socialize with my drinkers. What is Bat Country IPA? Bat Country IPA, it's a reference to, does anybody know? Event Sevenfold. Uh, yes, but it's actually, uh, an, it's actually a reference to what Event Sevenfold is referencing. Which is come on, come on, do it, rock. do it, rock. In Las Vegas, talk it to the mic, though, bro. I did not know that, but at least I kind of nailed the Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah. So at the start of the Avenged Sevenfold song, he who makes the beast out of himself gets rid of the pain of being a man. Is a Hunter S. Thompson quote. It's the first thing that shows up on the screen before the movie Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas starts. Love it. What style of beer is this again? Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's a hazy IPA. So we just call it IPA. Most hazies have a ton of, whether it's wheat, wheat flakes, or oat flakes in them. The difference with this one is it's just as hazy as... What makes oat, it hazy? Uh, actually, in this one, it's the the yeast choice and the biotransformation of the first hop edition. Hey, I dig this. This is... Uh, I like the creamsicle. And this one is all regular beer ingredients. No no weird stuff. Okay, creamsicle to me, I consider a treat because I just I just think it's so summery, nice, different. I, can't, I don't know which one out of which both Monday morning. I like that too. I think I like them equally. I actually like them equally. This one has like, it doesn't have the long finish like the Monday morning does, right? It's just like you drink it, boom, gone. Mm-hmm. 
Right. So this is more like what they would refer to as an East Coast style, whereas Monday morning is more of a West Coast style. And all it really truly refers to in the end is clarity and final gravity differences. Oh, how it looks? Like, yeah, West Coasts tend to be clearer and yep. drier. East Coast tend to be cloudy and rounder, if you want to put it that way, on a less dry. Got it. Similar, similar ingredients. I like it. You like it? Yep. What do you like about it? Um... Do you like the mm. quick finish, the look, the can? I actually think the pen, the pen is really cute. I know it is cute. Um, no, the can, I thought it was going to be pumpkin though. So that disappointed me just a little bit. You thought, you thought it was Halloween? Pumpkin beer. Yeah, like it's I Halloween did. pumpkin beer. It does have the orange on there and the bat. I mean, yeah. that, that totally makes sense. Janelle? I like it. But I already missed the creamsicle. Oh, you see? Agreed. Creamsicle is almost like cracking a can. It gets you hooked. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, it's something, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rock? Um, I like it. I love the can. I love the story behind it because Avenged Sevenfold is one of my favorite bands. Um, I love the fact that it's 6.7% alcohol. Is it 6.7? It yeah. is 6.7. Wow. <laughs> like, Well, that's when I was telling the this? story about my uncle with the lager. Yeah, where he's like, oh, yeah, that's a nice lager. And I'm like, yeah, I fooled you, buddy. This is sneaky. Like, you would yeah, think that sneaky, you're, you're just having, hey, I'll have one or two and you're done. Oh, yeah. Like, I've tried, like, I've had a, I've had a six pack of Bad Country in an evening. <laughs> that's all I'll that's say about that. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Yeah, but like, I got a last batch. I got them to pour me off a couple of small kegs for my keg rate. So I had two taps of Bad Country. Oh, Paul, too. Like, that was a. That was a messed up month. You know, I, okay, so how much <laughs> Monday morning? What's the what's the alcohol content in Monday morning? Five point five. And in Creamsicle? Five point five. Yeah, okay, so I changed my mind. Bad country is my favorite so far. <laughs> <laughs> uh so what do we want to do next? PB Porter? Mm-hmm. Or oh, Skulls Black Lock. We're gonna do the PB Porter because you know, homie over here is dying inside. All right. Hang on, ones... before we get into that, yeah. um, who designs all your cans? Yeah. Uh, we, for the, all six of our offerings has been a company called Spence Digital Mm -hmm. out of, uh, well, he's out of Montreal now. Originally he was here in Winnipeg and, uh, he and Colin from Sukram Brewing had a podcast called Pub Chat and we were on that podcast three times and that's how we knew he was a graphic designer, got this relationship with him and he has done everything except these three skulls. Who these did the skulls? Three... I was about to say that. I have the skulls is what I was just about to bring up. These three skulls, we got we got a, a local uh, a local artist by the name of Aurora Nguyen. I forget. I'm forgetting which company she works for right now. That's okay, as long as you got her name right. <laughs> yeah. And I love skulls. Like you put black and a skull on something, I'm a, I'm aware. <laughs> it's kind of, you're hitting everybody where they live, right? Kind of, you hit her with the creamsicle. You're hitting her with the PB&J. You hit him twice with the last one and this. <laughs> so we thought, what the heck, right? So the next like the next run of merch is just going to have these skulls with the with the crown on there and stuff. I think it'll be cool. It almost looks like the skull that you get in like one of those silver rings. You know what I mean? Like a skull ring, right? Yeah. But she 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 turned this out. Like she had 10 different things for me like within a day or two. All hand drawn. I couldn't believe it. I can make music. I can do like the copy pasting and make stuff like this, but draw and forget about it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. All right, let's crack into the uh, PB. Yeah, PB Porter. So we call this one in a nutshell. So as we're talking, tell us about the consistent guitarist or bassist, whatever you want, that's on every can. Is oh, there? And 
and he certainly oh, oh well and it's not a he or a she we made it very specific to try to be genderless and faceless and but i will blue. say he is he is black Right. <laughs> on this particular one, on this one right here, he's, he's very real black. black. Yeah. Right? So, I don't mind that. He's blue on here. He's <laughs> orange on the one. Uh, that's just. That's a good eye there, Davey. That's just us. We uh, we love our guitars. Like I've got a I've got a recording studio at home. Do you? That I. Yeah. You still make music? Oh yeah. Like I. You record I music. Making, I was making music yesterday. Get out of here. Do you play in public? Do you guys do gigs? What do you do? Uh, I haven't played in public since the zoo closed. Oh wow, that's a while. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you're gonna have to quantify what the zoo is because I played the zoo as well. Did you? And everyone thinks it's where the animals are <laughs> and <laughs> Dinosaur Park. I mean, it kind of is. <laughs> you know what? You're absolutely correct. The way I describe it when people ask me, I'm like, if Reese's Pieces was cake and 6% alcohol. Right? In a liquid. I love it. Ooh, that is like a fall, winter. It's, a, it's another one. One thing that sets this one apart from a lot of porters and stouts is Paul used a, a different kind of yeast and a different fermentation method to make it not so big, fat, and heavy like most right. of your stouts and porters. Yes. Because for me, usually stouts and porters are one, two in a night, and I'm kind of full. But this, it is possible to drink the all night. I mean, you just got to believe in yourself. Paul Tower is partner number two in this venture. How did you guys meet? An ad? Yeah, he answered an ad for, and it wasn't even me who did it. It was my drummer, Richard, who also works with us, and he's part of the studio and everything, too. If it wasn't for Richard, I would have never met Paul. And, uh... I'd probably, I think it's I'd a probably still be doing asphalt or some crazy <laughs> stuff like that. Your thoughts? Stephanie. I don't feel like I'm drinking when I'm drinking it. I feel like I'm eating something. You feel like you're eating it like a peanut butter sandwich? Yeah, it's so good. Wow. I guess we're going to be yep. drinking a lot of this. <laughs> Jay. It almost feels healthy. <laughs> Does it? And what would you mean? You feel like you're drinking it like a health drink? or like a peanut, Yeah, like I could put it in my smoothie. Imagine that. Hey, beer is um, I have My mom has made multiple cakes and cookies using it already. But yeah, smoothie. I mean, it probably foam up on you. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Rock? I am not a dark beer drinker, not in the least, but you're absolutely right. Like, this is deceiving. I can drink two or three or four of these things um, and then have the creamsicle for dessert. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, wow. Beauty. Wow. I like wow. this guy. I know. <laughs> He's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's a pretty good segue into into the skulls here. So, it does say Schwarz beer on it. A lot of people don't know what that is. It literally translates to black beer. Um, black is beautiful. Just saying. Indeed. Um, so, I've, we've had a few people who are like, I was not expecting a dark lager, but it's kind of good. And I'm like, yes, I fooled you again. Because that's what I was trying to do. <laughs> you have to fool people into expanding their horizons. I truly 100%. believe that. Totally. At least me too. Like my wife tried to get me to eat sushi for years. Years. Wouldn't touch it. Now, if you were like, let's go for sushi, I'd be like, okay, let's shut this down. Let's go. Just <laughs> down it. Okay, so let's crack it open. Let's get in that bad boy. So you're going to notice this one. Like, I don't think you would know if I poured, if I gave this to you in a solid glass. I don't think you'd know after the first sip that it is dark quite dark but you can see it yeah it's, 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 it's very clear it's still got like the, the really low dry final gravity like your 
like your macro brew lagers with. It's like the number one thing I get when I give people this beer is I don't like Guinness. But it's just there's such a limited supply of like drinkable dark beer out there. Like, I mean, not to say that big stout supporters aren't drinkable, but I mean, they're more of a sipper than a than a party beer. If, if I personally, I mean, I know guys that drink dark beer. That's what they drink all year, but not, not me. That is, I would have never guessed that's dark. Like seriously, closing your eyes, that doesn't, that's not dark beer. Like it still does have a bit of roast and like you can get a little bit of that dark malt character, but you wouldn't expect it to be this dark anyway. I wouldn't anyway. Stephanie? No, I agree. It doesn't, it doesn't taste dark at all. And not like thick, like a dark beer. Well, so it, it is still a lager, so it's going to still be right in the same amount, like dryness level as your, you know, your, your, your Budweiser even. So it's. There's a lot you can do based on like with your yeast choice and how much, how high of a percentage that particular yeast is going to eat and things like nerd stuff like that. Wow. And us having the homebrew shop, I have access to probably 10 times more ingredients than anybody at any brewery in the city. Oh yeah. So we, not to mention it's, we're packaging all our stuff. So I'm sitting around all day. There's being Sabro hops packaged in galaxy and mosaic. So every hop out there, I can, I get to smell them. I get to be around them and, I have the ultimate choice too because I'm I'm brewing five gallons, not five hundred. So, if it's a mulligan, it feeds the trees. But I haven't had a tree I haven't had a tree beer in a long time. Jay, your thoughts? I think it's really good. I wouldn't once again expect this to be a dark beer, so it's nice. It's that beer to broaden your horizons over to the dark side. Yeah, I like that. Success through subterfuge. That's how. It Rock. It's interesting. Again, I'm not really into dark beers. I'm not. I always say I don't like to chew my beer after. There's no chewing after, well, and it's deceitful. Well, and that's a completely valid statement, and I feel the same. Like, I mean, if it's like plus thirty five out, I'm not really going to be, you know, my favorite dark beer right now is probably Grandpa Sweater from Barnhammer. But like, I'm well, not slamming back six yeah. of those on a hot July right. afternoon. Right. And it is the lightest percentage of alcohol that we drink today which Correct. is what that what is, is it? the lightest beer of the evening 4.8 wow wow so it, yeah, it fits right in there with that like we wanted to make a craft sort of macro dark lager i guess even though it's a pseudo lager and I, I could get super nerdy and tell you all the reasons why it is only a pseudo lager but it's a lager um before i let you go let's uh let's tell people where they can get your beer maybe give me your contact info social media website that kind of stuff all right Dude, I and I, to, I, I have to, to say, I have to say, I'm impressed by your beer. I liked Very all of them, apps. all yeah. five. Yeah. Like, I would buy any of these, hands down, without a problem. It's not like, oh, hey, I like this one more than that. I like them all equally, and they're all really good. Thank you. Yeah, man. We're going to be uh, hopefully doing, uh, and this is something to look forward to for Cream Skull lovers. Uh, there's a new craft beer corner thing happening at the uh, MBLL locations now. Excuse me. And, you know, it's for small batch, not your core stuff. So we're going to be doing a creamsicle series. I haven't, the only flavor I know for sure is mango pineapple because I've already done it. Oh, you're going to have different flavors of creamsicle? Yeah. Wow. So we're going to have, That's fun. we're going to yeah, round sure. out like a four pack. So there'll be the orange, mango pineapple, strawberry, blueberry, maybe, and still in the works. But uh, because the flavors are added after fermentation, it's really easy to experiment because mm -hmm. we can just brew one basic beer. And even at the glass, actually put in little drops of our stuff. Got it. So it's really, it's really easy to. And I've done, I've done that mango pineapple one. I personally think I like it even more than the orange. Wow, these two are going to attack you. Um, your website and your social media. So the website is graindglass.ca. 
and social media grain to glass home at grain to glass homebrew on instagram and grain to glass homebrew on facebook twitter i don't know what that is uh, i've been on there hungry i hear i hear people say crabby stuff i don't know the twitter <laughs> dude this has been awesome like i said your beer awesome it's really good yeah. thank you you got uh, four new fans it's, it's a real it's a real like and that's why i don't think i'm ever gonna miss a tasting because it's i just Love me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you really love me. <laughs> I didn't expect that coming out of this big dude. You love me. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, man. Thanks for thanks for having us here. I can't lie. Creamsicle ale may be my new favorite beer. It's very silky and tasty. And I suggest you get some while there's still some to get. That's a wrap, people. Great weather this weekend, so get outside and have some fun. And I'll talk to you next week here on The Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB. The Main Ingredient with Kevin Bergen.